Hey everyone, this is Miguel with SoCal Watch Reviews. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you and give you my thoughts on watches, watch collecting. You know, this is a very special episode. I had the opportunity to jump on the phone with two good friends of mine, David and Omar. And to be honest with you, uh, I, I was on the conversation with them and said, you know what, should we record this? Should we record our phone conversation so people could actually hear what our conversations are like? I think it will be super cool. They both agreed. So there was no microphones. It was just on our phone. So audio may not be as crisp. But we discussed everything from my new watch purchase, homages, recent robberies here in L.A. and all throughout the world, watch collecting strategies. And also we get into a little bit of the success in life and things we have learned through the years. So I really do hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed that conversation. And yeah, without further ado, I really hope you guys stay safe out there and remember to always stay humble, my friends. It's been a roller coaster today, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I definitely need the details, bro. I want to hear what went down. Yeah, man. So uh, crazy, right? So you, you and I talked a few days ago. Obviously, as you know, <laughs> I, I joined this new app called Whatnot, and I had no idea what to expect from it. Obviously, you know, it's always uncertainty with new applications, especially because I'm so used to eBay and you know, Craigslist back in the day and offer up and stuff like that. So this new application basically was like, hey, get on this live video and it's a it's a live auction and, and you sell your stuff and it's just like what the hell? <laughs> like, all right, well we'll we'll give it we'll give it a shot, right? And 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 uh and I did, you know, I, I, I did I did a, a giveaway for as you know the Seiko SKX. Right. It went it went well, right? Some some lucky guy uh actually won the watch. And it's funny that guy that won the watch actually purchased uh something from me so it's cool nice. you know, he helped me out and he he, he uh, bought something as well but but yeah win-win like win. Uh, yeah dude it, it is a win-win so that was that was cool hopefully he uh he's happy with that but anyway long story short so i did that on sunday so today is uh is what thursday thursday july 28th so i did it this last sunday okay um so anyway I, I i didn't know what to do right and i had a bunch of things for sale and i had in mind that i, I wanted a rolex at some point and i was like look Submariner is definitely my my grail right either a five yeah. digit or uh or uh, a six digit right sub so right. basically the one six six one zero yep. which is uh, the five or the six digit the one one six six one zero ln yeah. the maxi case maxi but so I was looking cool. at the prices. I'm like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, honestly, they're like nine thousand dollars for like a clean example, and I don't even know yeah. if that includes the box and paper. So we talked about it, right? And it's just like, whatever. I, I the next uh, Rolex that I do want, you know, aside from that one, is it will be an Explorer, an Explorer One, and I, I settled on the reference number of one one four two seven zero, which is the one that that already. You know, introduce a super Luminova. It had the yeah. more movement. Sapphire. Um, Sapphire. It had the uh, still thirty six mil, not a thirty nine, right? Yeah, that mm -hmm. is correct. That is correct because right after this one came the the, the thirty nine, and then right. and then came the thirty six again. So again, this yeah. was this was kind of like the the latest one, right? So I was like, you know what? 
all right, cool. Um, let's let's do it. You know, let's let's save up for it, right? And and full transparency is is always, you know, it it was uh, it was in the fifty six to 60 to 63 you know kind mm-hmm. of range, range and, yeah. and it, it would depend right if, if you wanted naked do you want it with papers do you want it with what whatever i don't know right sure. but uh but anyway so i was like you know what i, I have a little bit of money saved up but i had less than two thousand dollars saved up and that took a long time to save up from a few watch sales here and there on instagram and also from uh uh, the money from YouTube, which is nothing, it's like less than a hundred bucks sometimes a month, and it's, it's <laughs> nothing. It's it's peanuts, right, for all the work that goes in. But I've been I've been saving the money, right? I know I got a, uh, a new Grand Seiko, but that that came from just selling pieces around and moving things that I had. So it wasn't really saving up for it; it was just moving some pieces around. But yeah. this one was going to be a big stretch because I was like, how in the world am I going to come up with five thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. How? Uh, I mean, I can, but it's going to take a while, right? But anyway, that first sale, man, that had a hundred and almost a hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty people, like bidders, in, in, yeah. No, well, in the room, right? Because they were there for for the giveaway for the city right, giveaway, right? Right. And um, and I was like, you know what? All right, cool. Let me let me start listing a bunch of my watches uh, and watch accessories because you know I've been I've been fortunate enough to get a lot of things for free as as a YouTube reviewer, and I was like, well, we'll give it a shot, right? It was incredible, man. Like everything I was posting, people were bidding and bidding and bidding and bidding and bidding. By the time I got to the giveaway, I cannot believe it. I had a pile of stuff just sitting next to me, and I was like, what? in the world like i was not expecting this this is crazy so anyway i did the giveaway um and uh and i shipped everything and and sure enough you know i i had you know a little over two grand just just sitting there from the app and i was like what the hell Hell how did i how did that how did that just even happen right yeah but i i got rid of 15 watches or something crazy like that like a lot of watches right including hamilton khaki field my vintage seiko's like just a bunch of things I got rid of. So a few days went by, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I got this money now, but I'm still, you know, another two grand away from from getting that Explorer. What, what am I going to do? <clears throat> so I really kind of sat down and started uh, analyzing my collection. I was like, you know what? It bothers me that I have so many watches and I don't wear them. It yeah. is not fair to the watches. It is not fair to me to want something so bad, knowing that I have things just sitting there that could potentially be worth I don't know, a little bit of money. I, I didn't know how much. So I started compiling just things. I was like, okay, well, I guess now that I know I have a little bit of the support and a little bit of following on that app, let me try it again, right? Uh, I can't do a giveaway because I can't afford it. I don't have another watch to give away, but let me gather some things. So I had about 12 watches, some um, watch accessories, you know, including some Arthur NATO straps and, you know, little things like that that I'm like, oh, I don't know if anybody's going to buy them, but I, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put them. Little did I that I did I know I ended up selling again a big of things, including nice. the Seiko Flight Master, the Seiko Sarb. I mean, every man, everything, hey, everything. So, how much did that Sarb go for? So I I I didn't have the box uh, and the papers and the extra links because they're in my storage. And then to be honest with you, I didn't want to go through the trouble. And I was like, if it sells, it sells like this. If not, okay. then whatever, I'll just wait. But the Sarb, I sold it with an Uncle Seiko little travel pouch and some other miscellaneous accessories. But here's the thing. Uh, since uh, I I was live and I just, I really needed the money and I wanted to make it happen, right? I'm already here. 
I took out my DIY watch that I built, the pilot watch that I built a few months ago. It's just been sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I said, whoever buys this uh, this SARB, I will throw in this watch. So okay. I started the bidding at uh, $499, and that's what it sold for. It sold nice. for $499. Bucks. So, you know, it's it's, I, know, I know I could get probably a little bit more or whatever, but I'm like, look, the fees that I'm, I'm getting taken out right now are very little because I'm a new uh, seller, and they're actually kind of backing me up a little bit. So I'm like, yeah. if I would have sold it on, on eBay, I would have gotten you know, at least what 13% take it away or something like that. So I was like, I'm already in this platform. It's easy. I know the payment will go through. So sure enough, man, I, uh, I uh, finished that almost had two grand in the account again. So I'm like, how in the world did I make this much money in like three or four days? I just, I just cannot believe it. And I was like, all right, I, I want to keep, I'm hooked now, right? I want to keep doing this, but now I ran out of watches, right? Everything in my watch collection is my core collection, things that the more expensive stuff that I don't really want to get rid of, but all the miscellaneous stuff, man, all the cheaper stuff, all the things that I didn't wear, the vintage stuff, everything is gone. So <clears throat> I am happy to officially announce, obviously, you you know that today I pulled the trigger on on a rolex explorer so i i Hell got yeah, it dude. so rolex congrats explorer. man dude thanks man it's thanks. so crazy okay we're like it's funny because we were just talking about this but i i gotta say man like a key takeaway um first off i mean i not to not to 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 go to the side from you getting this amazing watch man but i was gonna say like it really speaks to how much we um have in our collections over time tied up in watches especially when you realize how many are just sitting there that you're not wearing and it's money it's and and i feel like so many people say uh, oh i could never buy that piece and it's like well if you actually sold the stuff you don't wear i think you'd be surprised and what you just explained in that little story there is a perfect example of i mean you got almost four grand right in watches that you sold like no big deal and uh now you're able to get this piece which i mean is just freaking phenomenal bro yeah dude i know, yeah, I know. I know you're and, excited and, man yeah and and you know what I, we've, we've talked about it right in, in, in different podcasts and in different uh probably a video or two about consolidating the collection and this and that and it's you know it, it's cool when people say that but a lot of people including myself would be well what's the secret sauce like what mm-hmm. how how do we do it but you're right, man. Like what we consider something as, uh, you know, it's like, hey, I, I have this piece in the collection and I paid this much money. Why would anybody pay more than I do? It's wrong. Making assumptions is not something oh, you never you know. be doing. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of these pieces, let me tell you, I, I was like, you know what? I'll be happy if I get this. And I got like 100, 200 bucks more than my asking. Because mm-hmm. it, it's just your, what you value or don't value is different than what somebody else values or doesn't value. Right. right, right. Um, and especially, you know, in the second uh, cell, man, I, I only had like 20 something people in the room. So I went from like 100 and something people in the first time, the first round to only 20 something people in the room. And it's incredible that a lot of these people bought multiples. And this last sale, those people that bought like three different things for me. I, I, I think the like, difference there, though, is think about it, right? The first hundred or whatever plus it's you're a, a portion of them, uh, probably a big portion of them are there for a freebie. But that second time, everyone's there to spend money. They're there to bid. They're there to buy. They're there to see yeah, what you got. Like, absolutely. So, absolutely. yeah, it kind of – that's really cool that you don't have to necessarily have a room of 100-plus people. You just need buyers that are ready to spend. 
Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, look, if I I completely feel, um, and, and I'm in the same boat as, if I had to save the money, it would have taken me forever, and I would feel guilty, right? Because it's like, well, it's money from my job that I'm taking away to um, spend on myself, and it makes me feel selfish. But this did not, because a lot of these watches were given to me. Did I have to work for them? Of course, right? Um, mm -hmm. Images and video and countless hours editing. And, and, and yeah, I mean, they, they cost my time, right? But they didn't cost actual money, which is super cool because it's like, I got it for free, but I paid my way. It's just sitting there. A lot, a lot of people do giveaways and this and that, but I was like, well, look, cool, right? I'm giving away my Seiko SKX, which is huge, mm -hmm. right? It's, mm -hmm. it's it's a big watch. Uh, well, at least for me, it was, right? It's expensive. It's not cheap because they're selling expensive. Uh, but I mean, my generosity, generosity can only go so far because I'm not rich. So uh, yeah, the lesson learned is like, if you have like, even accessories, even art catalogs, what, whatever watch related things you have that you're like, you know what, why do I have all this pile of stuff? <laughs> yeah one man's trash is another man's treasure and it's a hundred percent true right yeah. and i still have probably a few things that i'm working around and i'm like all right do i really need that and uh now i'm actually full transparency i've been looking on ebay i've been looking in different places to maybe source some inexpensive pieces that i know i could move and clean them up of course you know clean them up a little bit put a new strap on it and sell it on the on the live and you know it's it's the reward that i get for those sleepless nights uh you know surfing and making offers and it's pretty much like i will become kind of like a dealer not that i want to do that for a living but hey if that's going to keep me bringing bringing money into into the the watch hobby next i want to uh nomos right nomos called campus and that's about what thousand dollars twelve hundred bucks yeah. and now i need to save up for that right and it's it's crazy now we could talk about watch addiction i literally <laughs> just bought a rolex i don't even have it yet i literally just sent the money today and I'm already thinking about the next. There's definitely, dude. You, you can, <laughs> you better not buy that Nomos, bro. I feel like if you buy another thousand to two thousand, three thousand dollar piece after this Explorer, you could have had the sub. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying, but no, I'm not going to buy it anytime soon. I mean, it'll, it'll come down the road and stuff. Like yeah, that. I, 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 I got you. Uh, I let me. I, I... Go ahead, oh, go ahead, dude. No, I was just gonna say I, I wouldn't buy it new. Um, I would I would try to aim for like an eight hundred dollar piece, eight fifty at the most. Okay, you know, okay, kind of I got you. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if I would keep it. It'll probably be one of those things that I want to get it in, review it, experience it, and maybe flip it. But mm -hmm. you know, with Nomos, uh, the, the trouble that I'm having with with uh, those pieces is, um, I I think Nomos is really cool. Obviously, well built, sure. they bring a lot of value, but they're not well seeked in the community or yeah, outside the market, of the community the, the market's constantly flooded with them so you'd have to you'd have to undercut to move it quickly right 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 and and I, i've told you this before it's like you go on chrono 24 you go on ebay and the same watch has been sitting there for months, months right months and, and, months. and and the exactly. crazy thing is they don't get discounted too much so i guess the sellers are not desperate to sell them which okay i, I respect that but this is kind of like a, a telltale sign. But with that said, it's like now I have this other platform that could potentially, I could unload things because you're selling life and you're selling the seller, right? You're selling yourself. You're not so much selling the product. 
And that's one benefit that we have, right? Being mm-hmm. on social media that people trust us, people know us, they, they, they know where to find us, right? It's not like I just bought right. something from somebody on the internet and I don't even know who he is, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. I think it's um it's interesting, that's for sure. I just I'm I'm curious to know what their fee is, what their cut is once they once you get past that period. Like I'm, yeah. I definitely want to know how much they take off the top. Right, right, right. Well, for now, um, all I know is that there's a credit card fee, and I believe, don't quote me on this, I believe it was like two point something percent. I think it was less than three percent. So in every transaction, I did get a little bit of money taken out. Sure. Um, but the cool thing is that the the buyer pays for the shipping, so I yeah. don't have to worry about it. So as soon as something sells, uh, and I end the life. I get uh, an, uh, a thing in my in my um, in the system that you basically tells you what you sold, okay. and uh, and you can just print a shipping label, and that's all you have to do. Go to the post mm-hmm. office, yeah. swipe it on, make sure you ship it, and and that's it. And the minute that you click print shipping label, the money that they paid automatically appears appears in your account. That won't appear until you actually print the shipping label. Right. So for me, cool. it's like. I've been shipping the next day. As you know, I do the lives one night and the very next morning I have everything set up and I send it. And then what happens is if a person buys multiples, like I had somebody buy the three, four things for me, the system is smart enough to bundle everything up and they just charge them one shipping label or one yeah. shipping. And it gives me one shipping label. That way I could bundle everything up for, for just one box. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, really good too. That way they're yeah, not so, getting ripped off paying a whole bunch of shipping fees either. Right, right, right. So I think it's cool. I mean, obviously I, I stand behind it now. Obviously long-term we, we will see, right, what the <laughs> are and all that stuff. And yeah. uh, one, one thing that I that I did read about that WhatNot app is uh, that they recommend is a lot of giveaways, which makes sense. I mean, look, if you – if you know you're going to make a killing, right, and you have a bunch of really cool things you're going to sell, it, it makes sense to invest a little bit of money and give something away. So I'm already thinking about that, right? Like what could be a little piece that I can maybe give away just to bring people in? Because like you said, you know, some people are going to be there just for the giveaway. Some are going to be there to buy. But you never know. People that go there for the giveaway may be kind of um, have a little bit of money and be like, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't going to buy anything, but that looks pretty good. That looks like a really good deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see, man. But honestly, it's just, uh, I'm still kind of shocked. I'm in, I might have you sell some of my stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> At least ship you my Maurice Lacroix and you could put it up there, dude. Uh, there's oh, some man, stuff I want to, I want to move some, yeah, I want to move some big, I shouldn't say big, some of my, um, you know, medium priced um, pieces. So like I sold the Sarks. I want to sell the uh, right. Seiko Fuyugeshki, uh, right. my Alpina, um star timer chronograph pilot um the maurice lacroix why so uh, let me let me stop you there why the maurice lacroix i mean you were in love with that thing i do love that watch man um you know what it comes down yeah i exactly it's like um i don't wear it because i have other pieces that i gravitate towards um And I want to obviously use that and put that, you know, put those funds towards something else. Um, it's a great watch. I just, I know I'm not willing to take a loss on it. I'm like those no most people. I'm just going <laughs> to like, I, I, get it, just, I get it. Yeah. Like I'm not willing to, I'll break even. Um, I should say I'll, I would take, I would lose like a hundred bucks. I'd be okay with that. I would still, it wouldn't bother me. 
but I'm not going to lose like four or five, six hundred dollars just to move it. Um, I just keep it, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, so there's like stuff that I want to sell, but I'm not in a rush to to get it moving. So, and I think that's the advantage because you see a lot of people that don't, and then they, man, they end up taking a bath on, you know, what they lose. the thing that I do like about this app, and again, I'm not I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not I'm nothing. I'm not affiliated with them in any kind of way. Um, but something that was just kind of personally, I could only speak from experience, was eye opening. Was I sold a few things on eBay through the years, and I had a very difficult time. Number one, trying to sell it, compete with everybody, and then people would make me offers, but I was like, I can't, you know, because it, it is a higher ticket item. They're taking thirteen percent in essence, right, about 13%. Yeah, basically, everything is just going there. And, uh, and then, you know, just, I just didn't have a good experience. Buying is a different story. I like buying on eBay. Selling on eBay, I'm not a big fan. But buying, Mm -hmm. I am a fan. Um, Absolutely. Offer up, up, I don't do if anybody uh, outside of the US, I don't know, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. there's offer up, but offer up is basically this application, right, if you you will, where you list your, your product, and you could either ship it, but for the most part, you meet with with the person in uh, in, in in person, I guess. With the like, in, it's face to face, yeah. Face to face to do the transaction, uh, yeah. which makes me a little nervous. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I used to sell car parts back in the day, and I used to use Crexus, which is the same thing. I think a lot of people know Crexus is the same principle, just a little different. OfferUp does have a profile where you could rate the transaction and the, and the buyers and the sellers, which is kind of cool, right? Uh, because you could see. Who, who's conducting business the right way or whatnot. And I, I see that as a benefit, right? Yeah. But there's always that that um, a scary factor that you're like, I'm meeting with somebody, right? And <laughs> I don't, I'm in California. I don't have a gun. I don't open carry. I don't close carry. I don't, and none of that stuff, right? So it is it's scary what's going on to show up with a $1,000 watch and be like, okay, you got this. And not only that, but when they pay you the money, it's like, I don't have a pen to authenticate the things. I'm not going to be taking money out in public. It just makes me very uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. So It's not for everyone, I would say, for sure. What's the next step? So the next step was uh, Instagram, which I had a little bit of success, but it was always to the same seller, right? Two people, actually. One of them, I sold like two watches, and one of them, I sold pretty, pretty much everything. But he's here in California, so I would just get the money via PayPal, send them the things, um, and, and never had any issues. But a lot of the pieces that I offered him, he, they just didn't speak to him. And that was okay, right? And I wasn't going to flood this guy with my whole entire collection. I mean, he had a budget yeah. too. Yeah. So when this opportunity, like I said, presented itself, I don't know how it's going to go in the future. All I know is that right now in the watch space, I was told that it is not saturated yet. So people are very hungry for watch-related products. So I think that's a huge benefit for anybody listening to this. If you're in the U.S. and you want to sell through whatnot, this is a huge benefit to you. The market is not saturated. Um, so unfortunately, you do have to go live and speak to people. Um, so fortunately or unfortunately, however you sell it. For me, it's a benefit because I am in sales. That's my that's my career. That's what I do. I don't have a problem talking. I don't have a problem presenting product. What I do have a problem, if you will, is selling watches because, you know, in my, in my line of work, of what I do for a living, my sales are not very salesy. They're more kind of explaining the process, explaining the product, going through this whole journey of, the, of what we're going to do, right? Long term, and it's commercial and it's more professional. But selling watches, I felt almost like a used car salesman. Like, well, this is good. Buy it. And you should buy it. And then almost 
it, it felt weird, right? Because I review yeah. watches on YouTube. I talk about watches. I don't sell watches. But I got to say, man, it, it worked. It worked. I, I, I'm just in disbelief that I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, it's crazy that I had that much money sitting here. I didn't even realize that. I had no idea I had that much money sitting here. If I would have known, I would have done this a long time ago. I had no idea that I could <laughs> just sell this, get the money, and buy a Rolex. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm I'm in disbelief if I'm being honest because, like, for my tutor, I saved up. I worked. I And the surprise was my wife, right? And she gave me a portion of the money for my birthday. So that was really nice. But this was different. It's a completely different feeling. In a, but that's why I'm still kind of in shock. But yeah, I can't wait story, for you to get it, man. Yeah, uh, let me story it's doable right yeah let me ask you man like what is your thoughts like personally what do you think of the uh and i forget the reference number but the explorer pre um the reference you got where it has the it's almost like the air king where it has the arabic numerals but they're steel they're not or they're white gold they're not uh loomed are you um, do you, you like it like or a, no like a, you mean like applied um, well, I know the, the, the very famous one is like the 1016, right? The Explorer 1016. Uh-huh. And obviously that's super collectible, super expensive. Right. But I think, um, I mean, with Rolex, it, you got to be very careful what you say, right? So everything is subjective. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think they're cool watches, but I don't have the, I don't know, fifteen twenty thousand $20,000 to spend on something like that, especially because it's a vintage model. Now, I know uh, Fleming, which is uh, the gentleman that wrote um, James Bond, he actually owned a 1016. And the James Bond character was loosely based on that watch, right? That not not him, the, not the character, but the watch he was wearing. A lot of people argue that it was a 1016, which is funny because in the original movies, right, he was not wearing a 1016. He was wearing a, a big crown. He was wearing a, a Rolex up. And then, of course, Omega kind of stepped in and, and did the whole Seamaster thing. So... It's interesting to me that it has that kind of provenance, right, with uh, James Bond, even though some people don't talk about it. Now, the whole thing with Everest and everything is debatable, right, because a lot of people actually say that the Smith's watch was the one that went to Everest, and the Rolex just kind of played on that, and, and it just kind of stuck because they're marketing geniuses. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I landed on this reference. I landed on the on this specific reference. Because the reference that uh, that uh, Bark and Jack has, Adrian, he has a reference prior to mine, which is a five-digit. Uh, in his video, right, and this is this is kind of what guided me through all this because I was not an, an explorer expert, and I'm not, I, I'm not even close. But he goes, you know what? I love my watch, but it has tritium, so the loom sucks. So if you care about loom, don't get this watch. He goes, it's hollow end links, and the the bracelet is not that great so don't get this watch the movement is an older movement so don't get this watch and then when i was looking at the prices those references and the reference i got are very very comparable like close like very close i'm like why would i get an older one where i could get super luminova and kind of like the better you know rolex um it doesn't have the on the fly adjustment of course you know on the on the clasp but it's okay you know i could look past that and I'm excited. Like, honestly, I'm just kind of like, I don't even know if I'm going to sleep tonight. It's, it's, uh, I, I've always liked the Explorer one more than the Explorer two. I don't know why. Um, maybe because the simplicity of it and it's just kind of elegant, you know, it goes everywhere. And, but it was never my grill. And, and I don't want to sit here and lie to you and lie to anybody that's listening and be like, hey, yeah, this is, this is my grill. I'm getting my grill. And I, I think that term, in my opinion, and this whole hobby gets thrown around a lot. 
oh, that's my grill watch. Oh, that's my grill watch. Not everything could be your grill watch. In my opinion, <laughs> and, and correct me if I'm wrong, in my opinion, a, a grill, what, whatever you're talking about, it could be a computer, it could be a car, it could be a house, it could be whatever, right? A grill to me is something that is not easily accessible. It's going to take a lot of hard work to get or because of money, because of uh, resourcing the product. And it's something that I think you should suffer for and you should lust after for a very long time in order to appreciate it even more. It's that thing that you're like, if I had that Ferrari, you know, La Ferrari or whatever, it's, it's a holy grail of mine. And if it ever happens, if it ever comes true, your whole dream would come true. So to sit here and say that this Rolex Explorer is my holy grail or it was a grail watch would be lying, right? However, I did like it. And I did want Rolex in the collection. I could have easily picked up a Datejust, right? I could have bought it with the money that I had. And that was sure. one of the watches that I, that I liked prior. But as I evolve as a collector, my taste change. And I think I'm in this position now where sports watches, kind of more casual watches, really speak to me. Uh, and dressy pieces, especially something that's so recognizable as that fluted bezel, uh, because that's the one that I like with the with the Cyclops. Uh, I think it's a cool piece. I, I don't I don't dismiss it at all, but I don't know if I could own it right because it's just not me and i see the rolex explorer as being a little more me i could dress it up a little bit with a nice leather strap or i could just put the stainless steel you know bracelet that it comes with it looks great on a nato as well it's 36 millimeters my wrist is six and seven eighth inch uh you know uh the size or whatever that's how big my wrist is so am i going to keep it forever i don't know i don't know but i definitely want to experience it i want to enjoy it um, and like I was telling my wife, you know, when I first started collecting, I was like, I want a Rolex. And she, for the longest time, man, I kid you not, for the longest time, she always told me, Miguel, you are ridiculous if you want a Rolex. And I was like, why? She goes, because you're just trying to show off something that you're not. You're trying to show off that you have a lot of money and we're not rich. And I was like, no, you don't understand. She's like, no, you don't understand. The minute that you wear a Rolex, everybody's going to think that you have all this money or at least you're pretending to have all this money. And mm -hmm. for years, I try to explain to her that I think watch collecting, once you're deep in it, it's different. But you know what started happening is she saw my passion for the hobby. She saw that I was getting pieces, not for the name, I was getting pieces for a lot more than the name, for aesthetic reasons, for the movement, for the provenance, for what have you. And I think my enthusiasm for watches, my love, my passion for watches, and, and you guys too, is huge. You guys, me, my friends, everybody in the hobby, It's she started to see like, this is not a phase that he's going through. And I don't think he go, goes into buying watches for the brand at all. And I told her, I said, look, I really like this Explorer because anybody that's just kind of passing by would not even know that it's a Rolex. And I love that. It's an understated, if you know, you know, type of thing. Uh, and I like that, right? It's not flashy. I don't want to be flashy. It's not about that. It's just about just having something that, that I know I work hard for and something, something that I, I appreciate Rolex. Do I love everything they do? No, you don't either, Dave. Nobody does, right? It's, it's stupid what they're doing. But... You can't take the, 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 the prestige that they have away from them. You can't take the recognition away from them. Nobody can, right? 
And even if you hate him, there there is some level of respect from anybody, right? So, so let me ask you something. Do you would you consider a date just or an OP um, a Grail watch for for me or for just for me? Would, would you say it would be the potential to be a Grail watch? Oh, absolutely, absolute man. Uh, you know, an, an older, you know, just just oyster, no date, no just just date only it would be a, a grill watch for a lot of people you know relics in general man i mean would be just a, a grill for a lot of people so yeah absolutely you know they just a lot of people non-watch people aspire to owning a day just or, or an oyster perpetual it's a, it's a beautiful watch now i think us as watch people we get jaded because we hear it so much, we see it so much on Instagram, we see so many videos about it, and we know about the ins and the outs and the market and the gray dealers, and we get kind of Rolex fatigue, if I'm being honest, right? Because when you're new into the hobby, I don't know if it happened to you, but I was all about Rolex. I was like, oh man, Rolex, I want a Rolex. Like, oh my God, it's so cool. And then slowly, <laughs> I started kind of having a little hate for Rolex because of everything going on, right? But to answer your question, yes, I, I, I do believe so. I believe any watch could be a, a man. I was getting messages from people um, when I was giving away the Seiko, the SKX 007, uh, and they, I don't think they were in the US, they were somewhere else, India, Philippines, I forget where the gentleman was from, but he basically sent me this very compelling message saying, hey, it's very noble what you're doing, this is a grill of mine. I've been wanting it for a long time, but I cannot afford it. I am going to enter your giveaway. Hopefully I win. Keep up the great work. Thank you for giving away this watch. And it was very moving, right? Because you're like, mm -hmm. you take it for granted. You're like, it's a Seiko, man. It's not just a Seiko for some people. For some Dude. people, it's a lot more than that. I mean, yeah, I would never have spent 300 400 500 on a watch just years ago, you know? Like, And yet, here we are. Like, yeah, man, I think for me, like there's a, a grill has to be kind of like what you were saying, like there has to be a level of suffering that is involved, but almost like you're willing to do it. Like, for example, you could buy a grail watch for, a, that would be a lot of people's grail. And if you have a credit card with a high enough available balance, you could just go and get it and you could have it even though you purchased with debt right and i feel like there's something to be said though when you actually work towards it and you like you're going through those all of those emotions and then you have the the cash set aside and then you realize like okay i can make this happen and then you pull the trigger and it's kind of like i don't know man it's there's I think a true grail watch, like it scratches that itch. Cause I know for me, that's been the case. Like I still look at watches. I still would love to have a lot of other pieces in my collection, but I'm definitely not putting all of my resources, all of my money towards the next purchase. So it's, it's kind of like, um, I'm content, you know, so to speak. Um, yeah, and, and and that for you, obviously, I'm assuming was the Blanc Pong 55. When you got it, it yeah. just kind of really it solidified everything for you. It just kind of brought it home for you. And you it, said, you oh, know dude, what? Yeah. I got it. Yeah, it, it, and it definitely made me so like I want to get the Bathyscaph Blue uh, 38, and like you know I don't know seven eight grand or whatever. So that's kind of like the next thing I got my eye on. Um, 
I really want to pick up. I think like, I don't know when, but I definitely want a Zeitwerk. Like I'm going to yeah. make it happen. I just yeah. don't know. I don't know when, <laughs> but, but that's like the Holy grail, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. And, and I, I hope, look, it's, it's really hard being in, in the, in the media space or, you know, speaking publicly about things like this because uh, people get the wrong idea. Right. And, and it's, easily confused with snobbery and we're anything but i mean i still appreciate castles. Sure. i oh, still yeah. appreciate quartz watches this is just something that i wanted to achieve this is something you wanted to achieve just because there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself as long as your family's taking care of first and foremost there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to better yourself wanting the better things in life and that's where I was wrong in the beginning. I remember setting all these roadblocks and saying, I'm never going to be able to avoid that. Oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. And I always mm-hmm. blame my wife for it. I had always, because my wife didn't <laughs> let me spend the money. Over but I didn't realize that my wife had priorities, right? And my wife looked at the big picture, the house, the this, the that, retirement. I was so focused on luxury and getting more pieces. But once I found my groove, once I found that I can make a little bit of money by, you know, getting free watches, putting out a video, selling it, saving the money and flipping and flipping and flipping them. And you start getting more expensive pieces and you flip that and eventually you move up. It, does it take a while? Of course. Right. But where there's, what do they say? There's, there's a will, there's, there's a way. Um, it's a thousand percent true. Right. But snobbery plays nothing, nothing on this whole thing. You know, I, I do think there's and an, I think there's a misconception amongst that, too, with people, because there is a lot of snobbery. Yeah, um, and I would sure. I would say with specific brands even. And it's kind of ironic. But, you know, it's like that with everything. Dude, I've gone to car shows and uh, there's snobbery there, too, because you oh, yeah. don't have a supercar. So you're trash. Even though you have a passion for cars and motors and, and history, and um, but because you're not driving a, a Ford GT or a uh, you know an exotic, like you know you're you're not good enough, and that's it's unfortunate because you can find that in any space, right? Right, um, of course. But same, it's no different with watches, and I think it's it's kind of funny when I you know go to watch meets or something, and sure enough, man, there's you know there's on occasion there'll be that guy and they it's not their it's not what they're into like it's it's not their space so they don't really hang around much but um it's where you meet some of the coolest people that have i mean anything like micro brand collections uh luxury watch collections like it's just from inexpensive pieces to uh, very expensive pieces and it's it's pretty cool to rub shoulders with all these different people but yeah man i I think um, I can see kind of what your wife was saying, like as far as, you know, when people see Rolex on the dial, they think certain things, um, but they also don't like, it's all an assumption, right? And it could be that with anything like the shoes you're wearing, the purse she has, like, I mean, the car you drive, like the, this is the watch is just a different item that the same thing is happening with for lots of other things too. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree, man. And, uh, 
I mean, but it, it comes with the territory, right? It's like when something is marketed so well, uh, use BMW as an example, right? BMW, at least here in, in California, I don't know about the rest of the world or state, but mm-hmm. whenever you say you're a BMW owner or something, you put into this category of like snob, right? Oh, oh great. You think you're really for beamers. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man. So, here, I think it'd be like Range Rovers probably. Really? Okay, cool. Yeah. So see so rolex being the most recognizable brand in the world yeah a lot of non-watch people buy it for the wrong reasons because Mm -hmm. it's it means that you have money right let's face it that's what it means it means you are doing well in life in order to have a few thousand dollars to buy a watch that you don't need because nobody needs a watch it's just (laughs) luxury it's just to say look what i have obviously anybody listening to to you know the podcast and watching our videos and instagram or whatnot are deep into the hobby and that's not us right but yeah it's it 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 is the the stigma that comes with it and it's uh it's kind of why it's one of the one of the i don't want to say downfalls but one of the one of the things that kind of are a turnoff if you will for me i mean a sub because this Mariner is probably one of the most recognizable watches and silhouettes in the entire world. It doesn't matter where you go. So right. you and I talked about this, and you had a great point. You said, you know what? Just be prepared. If you ever have a Rolex, especially something more famous, right, like a, a Day-Date or something with a Pluto bezel or you know, GMT or something like that, already know that people are going to assume that it's fake, already know that people are gonna think that how can that person afford that because they don't look rich right immediately you're gonna be put into this category and that's <laughs> that's kind of like not a very uh, happy thought right it's it's um <laughs> or it's, it's a I, w- off, man. I was gonna say you need to get your license to carry and uh yeah now it's, <laughs> now it's time this is gonna be the uh this is the domino that, that sets things in motion for you. So I'm right. ready, bro. You just make a trip down here and uh, I'll train you. <laughs> Next week's news. Yeah. Today from California, a watch collector. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, I just, I don't know. It's, I, I agree. Like as far as the, uh, it's just being aware. Right. And it's not yeah. even with just watching, like we just were saying with a lot of stuff. Um, but you're right like people i and it sucks because i've seen that in forums and other owners of rolex when they're like the most annoying part is being asked is it real and like because it's kind of it undermines all of that suffering and work hard work that you put in and just for someone to assume that it's a fake right but right 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 but people are going to think what they're going to think like and and also touching kind of a little bit on that or playing on that is the homage watches Right, yes. a lot of people have an issue because you're again, you just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you work really hard for these things. You yeah. bust your ass. You 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 know you, you sacrifice a lot of things, right, to buy this piece, whatever it is, and to see, you know, a, a Chinese company kind of ripping off the the design, like to, to everything, to, like the indices, the hands, everything looks the same except for the logo. That's why a lot of people get upset because it's like, well that kind of makes me feel weird right me i could i could personally tell you i don't like homage watches personally just because me personally i feel like i'm wearing something that i'm trying to have but i don't have the money so i'm settling through this right that's why i personally never like them i don't have anything against them anymore i have reviewed homage watches on my channel i respect them they have their place in the community a thousand sure. percent 
Yeah. And I can tell you, if you were to ask me right now, Miguel, would you have, or do you have an issue with the San Martin or whatever doing a, an Explorer, you know, homage or the Smith's watch, right? Because I mean, that really went to Everest, according to a lot of a lot of sources. I can tell you, no, it I really doesn't bother me at all. Whatever, I, I could care less. I'm yeah. not buying watches for other people. I'm buying watches for myself, right? Um, and uh, to take it a step further, you know, I was listening to the Worn and Wound podcast, and they, they, one of the guys there had a had a really interesting exercise he did. The exercise was. Would you still get the same enjoyment from a new watch if you don't let the world know about it? Yep, absolutely. It was an interesting. It was an interesting concept. I think my my boy Omar, Yo! Omar we hey, what's up, man? We're forty four minutes in. You're catching. catching yeah, way to make it uh, fashionably late. <laughs> we got hey, be- better late than never, gentlemen. Yeah, man. What's up, bro? Yeah, man. But, but, uh, that is so funny. We we <laughs> talked about we, we we talked about everything and anything in between. Yeah, uh, from uh, sacrifice and homage watches and whatnot. But what I was telling uh, Dave right now was something pretty interesting that I heard on the Warn and Wound uh, podcast recently, and it was uh, that kind of um, thing about getting a new watch do you still get the same effect if you don't share it with the world right so he did this exercise that was really interesting he bought a seiko spb143 and for a whole entire month he didn't tell anybody he didn't tell anybody in the office he didn't tell his instagram followers he didn't do anything on youtube and he said you know what i did get the enjoyment because it was very personal and i almost felt like i could have gone longer but I couldn't at the same time. I wanted to share with everybody because you need those, what is it, like endorphins? or the, Dopamine hit. The dope, yeah, exactly, the dopamine hit. Because let's let's face it, right? So a lot of us, that's why we have social media accounts because you want to share with the world. Hey, I just got this new whatever, right? Not everything, but your sneakers, watches, I don't know, cool cell phone, a camera, whatever. It's that, that, that validation from people to say, hey, congratulations that was the right move that is super cool but would you still pick that watch would you still pick those sneakers if you didn't have anybody to show it to that's the question anybody needs to ask themselves before making the purchase of whatever it is it could be an homage watch a seiko a citizen rolex it doesn't matter yeah so that would 100 percent. yeah (laughs) yeah you know that would genuinely tell you if you like that item whatever the item is well how do you feel omar yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know, man. I, I feel like social media is such a double-edged sword. I mean, to your point, yes, there's people on there that go to flaunt and, you know, to get validation and, you know, all that stuff that comes with social media that, you know, is superficial. But then there's people that genuinely just, you know, like the platform for it for what it brings right photography and, and and it's really a hobby and it's not really to flaunt but you know to kind of share a, a similar like or hobby with other people and so i don't know man you, you get a little bit of both i mean i don't know yeah. I, I i don't go on there to flex me personally i i mean everything that i post it's legit because of the hobby and the enjoyment and you know the people that share a similar like i don't what happened there that's no. weird. And that was weird. Um <laughs> I, I don't I personally don't go on there to be like, boom, look what I got world. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. You don't have this, I do. You don't. 
you know, suck it. No, so, a lot of people do. So. Well, it's also designed, like, I've started kind of taking breaks from social media and not being as active, which sucks because, like, you know, I can't support you guys as often as I'd like or other. Yeah, other, you're, uh, yeah, you, uh, man, the I'm dropping off, friend. sorry, man. Hey, uh, friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but because like it, it does start to change your kind of way of thinking and an example would be, look at all the videos that have, uh, YouTube and like, it's designed to promote that vanity, that look at me lifestyle. And I'll give you an example. If you did a video review on a, uh, base model entry level, you know, car to pick your brand. Uh, it's going to get some views because other people are interested. They want to kind of get an idea because they're, they may be in the market for it. Now you do a video on a supercar that nobody's watching. That's probably going to be in the market for buying it, but everyone wants the unobtainium. So everyone wants to see it. And it's, it's almost like that's what gets, that's what people want. So. Oh yeah. 100%. Well, if you look at, if you look at the platforms and, and, and the, the, the people that do very well, it's either the very wealthy, right, who can flaunt the things that, like you said, others desire and want, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. or the drama. People love drama. Right, right. So, so, so it's one of both, right? Typically, it's either <laughs> you're the villain, right, and people just watch because they fucking hate you and, you know... <laughs> And that's how you get the views, right? And then because there's drama involved and people love drama, or you're super wealthy and you're flaunting stuff, locations, uh, vacations, cars, watches, money, right? Everything that people want and desire and they can't have typically. And so those are typically the two different, you know, lifestyles or uh, genres that do very, very well, very, very quick. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It, it spoils the uh, the experience. I know for me, like, I'm not the type, and, and not that there's anything wrong with it. Like, I don't want to give the wrong impression, right? But, like, I'm not the type where if I go to a really nice dinner, I bust out my phone and start taking photos of everything, taking f- pictures where I'm at. Oh, selfie. Oh, no, I do. Me that's me. That's me 100%. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I'm, like, I used to, for sure. I used to be like that. And then I realized like, you know what? I just want to be in the moment sometimes. Like I don't want to, I don't want to document. I just want to remember it. And then when I get old and my memory goes to shit, I'm going to forget it. And that's okay too. But like, I just want to uh, kind of immerse myself in it and not, um, not be on my phone. And that's kind of like the, this new thing I'm trying out. Right. And then, and it sucks because like, I'm not as active. I'm losing you know, I might lose some followers or you know, get fewer likes because I'm not in people's feed. As oh, much. yeah, yeah. Hey, I, 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 day, I, I unfollowed and I unsubscribed already. Yeah, bro. no, that's perfect. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you mother... <laughs> it's a, no, it's cool, man. No, I, but, 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 but to your thing, point though. also, but to your point also, and, and especially in this crazy world we live in, I mean, dude, I... I think twice about everything I post or what I post because, dude, you can be targeted nowadays. You know, I mean, you hear all these crazy stories about, you know, people getting yeah. jacked for their Rolexes and, you know, all yeah. this stuff, man. And you're just like, well, I'm not trying to put my shit out there for people to be like, oh, yeah, look, there you go. Let me target that guy. <laughs> right. Like, it's <laughs> crazy, true. man. It's I crazy. No, not to target me, bro. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Um, what's funny is they, they, they think they're targeting me, but really I've been targeting them. (laughs) Um, so I was watching a video and it was talking about watch theft and it was a woman screaming in the street. And I like immediately thought, yeah, 
I immediately thought that is not a watch. One, um, no clasp is that strong. And then two, it's probably a Cartier bracelet because they're actually screwed shut. So like, uh, shots like, fired at Cartier. Shots yeah. fired. Well, no, no. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> the like, love bracelets, like, right? They have a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to screw them in. Right. But like the guy couldn't steal it off this woman's wrist, and I'm thinking, well, if that was a watch, unless it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, unless the dude was just super weak, like. That thing hey, came the, off, the, the spring bars came off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gonna well, give, man. Dude. Well, dude, it's funny you say that. So I was reading this article because obviously, right, you see articles just about every other day about you know someone's watch being stolen. But yeah. um, <laughs> there was this article I was reading. Apparently, someone in like downtown LA or something, uh, they were having lunch, and uh, apparently the guys came up broad daylight. You know, asked for the watch, jacked the watch. <laughs> it was a Rolex. Guys uh, realized that it was a fake Rolex, so came back like two <laughs> hours later and returned the watch to the guy and apologized for stealing the watch. <laughs> stealing his Pagani design. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, this is fake, so here you go, sir. We're so sorry for attempting to steal your real Rolex. We found out it was fake, so here you go. That's crazy, man. <laughs> well, and, and that's, a, that's a good PSA, right? And I, I, I think uh, we discussed it. Privately, that uh, if you're going to buy wear an homage watch, it's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, right? Oh. You want it, buy it, do whatever you want, but be very careful because to the naked eye, to the non-watch expert, it looks like the real deal. So yeah. you're going to get jacked. You're potentially going to get for a super fake. hurt for yeah. not a fake, but an homage or well, a fake. I mean, if you buy a replica, then even yeah. Sorry, I meant not, not, I meant like yeah, like for for something uh, that looks like what it is. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So to me, it's like really be cautious about what omar had a great point right what you put on social media because and, and it is scary because i mean we're all vulnerable right because we are content creators so it's like we're constantly putting you know watches and people i think really know especially state of the collection videos right yeah. it's like you're a well, target because you're well hands everything well that yeah. and that's why and that's why i don't i don't if you look at my channel i don't have any have i wanted to do a state of the collection video 100 yeah, percent, but yeah. I'm like, nah, man. I'm literally telling everybody, hey, this is what I have. Now, granted, they're not at home. You know, they're at the bank and they're in different locations. But right. at the same time, I'm like, hey, like here, this is what I potentially have. You know, and so mm -hmm. it brings obviously great content. It brings in views, and and people love to see what you know other people have. And and from a content perspective, it's it's a great video idea. But in the world we live in, it's like, man, you're really just making yourself a target, especially if you have like high end expensive pieces, you know, I'm really, yeah. yeah you, so I'm actually really disappointed um, that I, I had to take a step back and say, I'm really disappointed because I thought when Miguel was saying it's, here's a PSA. And then he started leading off with, if you're going to wear an expensive watch, I thought he was going to say, you better be packing some heat. And I, I was about to light up like a kid on Christmas, but then he let me down. <laughs> With hey, his, he he took Sorry. a different turn. <laughs> hey, get the, get that conceal carry right. That's what get I told that, him, dude. Get that hey. CCW. <laughs> the, the whole this this is what I gotta say. The whole entire world thinks that we're crazy, gun crazy. So I'm not. <laughs> look, I don't have anything against gun owners, and you know, Dave. Obviously, you love guns and all that. I have nothing. Yeah, but, hey, oh, no, in I've other words, he hates. He hates you, Dave, is what he said. I he hates you. Yeah, I've never, I, never touched one in my whole life. What are you talking about? I, I just, uh, I just, uh, I'm not, I'm not a, I, I appreciate guns for what they are, but I just think maybe there's just too many interesting people here in the U.S. that uh, think guns maybe are toys or something. I don't know what the issue is and I don't know how to solve it, but 
But uh, my my best advice if you live anywhere where it's kind of sketchy, maybe don't wear your nice watch. Get wear yeah. a Casio. Or something. I, I think. Well, I would even go so far as to say, like the best advice would be if you're going to wear an expensive watch, insure that thing, and mm-hmm. don't fight for it because it's not worth dying over. Yeah, it's not, and dude. it's covered. And you know what? Everything that I insured, like if someone's going to steal it, I'd probably laugh because I'd turn a profit. Like I'd be yeah. like, man, <laughs> I'd be like, you just. You just stole like that piece, and I'm about to upgrade. <laughs> hey, you want another hey, one? Hold on. You just gave me twenty thousand dollars on top of it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, well, here comes that new sub. <laughs> hey, real, real quick though, and I know you guys talked about it, and I, I obviously I came in super late, but Miguel, yeah, how does it feel, bro, to own an Explorer G? Man, surreal, but now that we're talking about uh, being cautious, it makes me feel a little nervous kind of opening up and saying hey, what I have. I know, where you, I know where you live, bro. I know where you Dang. live. <laughs> you'll be a-okay, man. I think, yeah, you'll be fine. But, dude, I know you're counting down the hours. He's gonna. He's not going to sleep. You know that, right? Like, he's going to be laying in bed. Like but, but I want, but I want to know what, what, it, like, what went through your mind. Obviously, it, it, I, dude, I remember – and this is the this is the awesome thing about us being friends and we've been friends for for quite some time now is that we we kind yeah, yeah we've kind of been in uh, this journey right started from the bottom right and now we're here type <laughs> of deal right like yeah, yeah. we 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 yeah. all started you know with very non-expensive pieces and just in like two years we've upgraded you know <laughs> to we, multiple <laughs> yeah well and, and we've reached goals right that we used to talk about that seems so far away and that dude i remember always telling miguel like five years bro mock my words five years and look it's been two years and we've already accomplished so much right. but but i remember when the tutor was the most expensive piece right yeah. and and, and for yeah. me as well, and for you, Dave, and then I remember we were all geeky now. We're like, oh, my God, like, we have a tutor, and, you know, it's the first <laughs> time we spent over, you know, three Tutors, grand. Yeah, you know, three, three grand on a watch, and oh, my God, right? And then we kind of use that as a stepping stone, and, I mean, now we went from, you know, tutors to Grand Seiko's to Blanc Pond to, you know, now we're hitting Rolexes. And so, so how does that feel, Miguel, knowing that you had that feeling of accomplishment when you got your tutor? And I remember that was a huge deal for you because God yes. forbid, hey, God forbid you spent more than a thousand dollars on a watch. I mean, you were losing your shit over it. Yeah. And, and when you made that tutor purchase, I mean, the floodgates opened. And now, I mean, now we're talking Rolex. So how, like, how does that feel for you, bro? So it's it's an interesting feeling, right? Because I, I feel accomplished, but at the same time, I honestly and, and, and I hate this about me that I that I come across as so humble and I always tell people to stay humble, which is nothing wrong with that. But if I learn anything from Kanye West out of everybody in, in the world, right? I don't really like Kanye, but one thing I do like. Damn, bro! I, th- I thought I thought you were gonna say me. I thought you were gonna say me. You hit me with Kanye. <laughs> what the hell? Kanye. Kanye and and uh, and I see a little bit of him in you is how confident he is. Now it comes across as very cocky, and I get <laughs> that, right? But he says, you know what? Don't ever under undersell yourself. Yeah. You are somebody. You are better. You you are great, right? And it's like, look, me and you and Dave and and P and a lot of other content creators, we are under sub, right? Meaning. We don't oh, have yeah. enough subscribers. Our content is so much greater than a lot oh, of yeah. people in different spaces. We do a lot of research. We do a lot of video. We do a lot of editing. 
we put in a lot of time and all of us deserve a lot more subs. So I'm tired of this being this little humble guy all the time. So <laughs> um, let me tell you, I deserve <laughs> this explorer and I deserve more. Why? Indeed, because bro. I work my ass off, not just in social media, but in my real job. And I've been through a lot of crap. So it's about time that I, I need more. Screw this. Screw the Explorer. I need more. Nice Dang, no more Mr. Coffee. Nice Guy. Look at this guy. No, He's look. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> being nice and being humble doesn't get you anywhere, man. To be honest with you, you just need to be... Look at Nico Leonard. That guy, I mean, he's funny. Don't get me wrong, but he's controversial because he speaks his mind. He doesn't care what people think, and he knows he's great. And people love him for that because he's being himself. Now, I That's not him, though. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. That is not him. That's a character on, on oh, YouTube. Oh, it's a character. Okay, yeah. okay. No, All no, right, no. Well, I, let... I guarantee you. Like, like, that's the problem, though, is when you have kind of like what we're saying. Like, we get that drama, you get that, but you also get the haters. And the difference is, unfortunately, some people don't know. And then they come up on you, like, in public, and they, you know, or they start they kind of putting a target on you and you're like, yo, this is just an act, bro. Like, that's not really, <laughs> you got, you got me off guard. It's not, <laughs> no, but, but honestly, just, just to kind of wrap things up, Omar, like, honestly, I feel blessed. Most of yeah, anything, dude. like beyond, you know, everything else, I feel blessed. Dude, Good, bro. Opportunity you are, man. Yeah. Not, I mean, even... how many I, I, I know, I know it's watch, right? Like that. Man. Well, and I was yeah. going to say that it, it, it sounds stupid, right? Cause we're talking about something that's material and, and, something as, as simple as a watch, but, it, and I mentioned it to you earlier and I, to everyone on the chat, cause we have obviously our chat, but you know, like I told you, Miguel, like sometimes man, just looking down your wrist and, and seeing that piece, you know, on your wrist reminds you of just how much you've accomplished or how far yeah. you've come, right. you know? And, and, and I shared it with you, right. There's, there's days where I feel down or I'm just not motivated. And, you know, I literally walk over to my watch box. I'll put on my, my, one of my Rolexes and, that gives me enough motivation to, you know, right. be like, yep. damn, like I, I want another one or I want more, or it gives you that sense of like, damn, like I, I made it or I can make it or I can do more. And it's so stupid because it's something that's a watch <laughs> as simple yeah. as a watch, but, but yeah. dude, it, I mean, it, it's, it's so it much takes, more than that though. Yeah. It, it takes a lot to get to that point. It's and so when, yep. yeah. And so when you look down and you're just like, damn, like I, I did this gives you that motivation and then and, and gives you that extra push sometimes. Right. So yeah. I, I think it's great, man, that you accomplished that. I think it's, it's huge, bro. Like, I can't believe that, you know, you're here already, you know, you already got that Rolex. That's, that's insane, dude. And just, I, I remember the early conversations and I think that's why I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I trip out. It's because real, it's a real, we, <laughs> it we've so come, dude, we, we've all come like, like far <laughs> in the last yeah, couple oh, of years, you know? Absolutely, man. I, I will say this because a lot of people listen to, to the podcast outside of the U S so I will say this and I won't name any names, but there was a content creator they reached out to me this morning, right? A friend of mine. I've known this guy for, for a long time. He's a YouTuber. And he, he uh, knew about, about the sales. He knew, he knew I was selling everything. He reached out. I was like, everything okay? What's going on? Why are you selling everything? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I just really want this Explorer. That's why I'm selling everything. He's like, oh, dang. And then he, he just been following up with me. Hey, how did it go in your sale? How far are you from getting it? And I was like, I did it, man. I did it. It took a matter of four days, three days, and I did it. I got all the money. And he was just like, you know what? That is a, a real grail of mine. And I told him, you could do it too. But he's in a different country, obviously. And, and no, he can, do dude. Yeah. You, you got, and this is stupid me, right? So let's, let me let me tell you what happened. So you could do it too, man. 
you know, just sell the pieces that you get for free because I know you got more subscribers than me. You probably get more pieces and this and that. And what his reply was made me feel so bad. He was like, oh, I wish I could, but I use that money to feed my family. I use that money to put uh, gas in my car. And it just made me feel like such a douchebag. I was like, <laughs> no, like, yeah, dude. No, I mean, woo, again, right. again, you shouldn't you can't feel that way though. I mean, but you know, and and, and I just said, I my reply was just positive. And I was like, you know what? I'm confident that you you will get there. You know, keep at it. And I just kind of, I was like, I need to be very cautious, right? As to what I say, we live in a country where there's a ton of opportunity, and and other countries just they're not like this, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yes, I feel bad, but at the same time, I don't because it's like I work my ass off for this now. That person probably work his ass off too, or even more, even triple. You know, and it just that. But you can't love other people's lives. You just can't. You just gotta live your life. I would 100%. even argue. I think that 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 person probably has a uh, like is probably a lot happier in his life than most, maybe even here in the states that think they don't have yep. a good. Yep. I agree. Um, there's I agree. a lot of perspective, and you know, I think. It's hard, man. It's hard to not like to always stay in that state of um, being thankful, being grateful, right? And and it's easy to take all of that for granted. Um, and those conversations, man, like really put things in perspective. So, I mean, I've had the similar things, dude. I, I did one of my giveaways. I think I've mentioned it in one of our other podcasts where like, I think I gave away 50 or 75 bucks because I was like just starting out cash, whatever. And the guy that won... I want to say it was in the Philippines and he was like, Oh dude, I'm so happy. Like, cause I, I think it was between an option of a watch or cash. And he's like, I'll take the cash please. I was like, yeah, dude, I'll pay pal. You no big deal. He's like, Oh, I'm so grateful. Like this is going to pay half my rent for the month. And I was just thinking like, Whoa, like half your rent. Like, dude, like, it's uh, crazy, right. yeah. like, like yeah. Put, I was like, okay, okay. I see. Like, um, that's a big deal, man, for people. So, it is. Yeah, it's it is. nice to get those kind of reminders because it keeps us down to earth, bro. 100%. But then, you know, to play devil's advocate, and, and I have these conversations with with Miguel all the time and, and you know, obviously with other colleagues. And, and you know, for me, man, I, I, I'm not one to throw pity parties for, mm-hmm. for myself. And so I, I almost have the same expectation from my friends, right? Um, I hate when people around me put mental blocks and, and are like negative right and are like i can't do this or i'll never be able to accomplish that or i'll never be able to afford that or i'll never be able to do that and i'm like why like you can you just gotta like do more than what you're doing right like you have to right. keep pushing you have to keep like setting yourself small goals and and, and celebrate the little wins i dude, i tell miguel all the time celebrate the little wins man because yeah. obviously when you get the big wins like this one, for example, this is huge, but sometimes oh, we get so dude. focused on, on the negative <laughs> shit or the, the the stuff that doesn't right. go our way or, or sometimes we do get little wins and we don't even appreciate them or acknowledge them. And dude, so, so the mentality, dude, it, it has to do a lot with how you see things in life. And, and I'm a, I'm a true believer of you have to speak it into existence. You have to believe in it. You have to set tangible, small goals and start reaching right and, and, and accomplishing those little things so that you can hit the bigger goals. But dude, there's people out there that are so negative or just see things in such a negative light. And do that to me just sucks the energy out of me. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't be around someone who just 
thinks they can't accomplish things in life because the cards they were dealt in life. Dude, there, there's a lot of people out there that have shitty situations and find ways to make it a positive. And, and, and that can be for anything in life, right? And so, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm always, again, I'm the guy that sees the cup is always half full instead of half empty. And so I, I like to keep that same energy around myself, my friends. And, dude, so when I see you guys win like this, I'm like, dude, that, that's huge because it motivates <laughs> me as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, same here. Right on, man. Same here. 100%. Yeah, dude. 100%. It, it, well, it, it is. And, you know what i i anybody uh listening to this uh hopefully a few people are listening let this be motivation to you right and i could only yeah, speak man. for myself growing up hispanic and growing up with not a lot of money in mexico like um we really didn't talk about luxury we we never really did you know so it always made me feel really weird spending so much money on different things but you know don't 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 get stuck in the mold of how you grow up but with that mentality you need to break out of it you need to better yourself you know, and it's it's really up to you to better yourself. So, like Omar said, hey. you know, find a way. Surround yourself yeah. with winners, and you'll become a winner, dude. Surround yourself Absolutely. with losers, and you'll become a loser. Yeah, <laughs> a, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. So hopefully, my my, my dad used to always tell me, dude, tell me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's, man. it's who you surround with yourself with. I'm a loser. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's more like you got that Rolex thanks to me, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would I would argue that he's a hundred percent right, man. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I just um, I think for me, like a big change, you know, with things that have happened in my life is more of uh, finding the right balance because I love I love stuff, man. I'm such a spender. Like I'm a collector. Like I, you know, I I really enjoy my my crap, but I also enjoy way more my time like that is the mm-hmm. my, my time has become so valuable that i don't i'm not willing to waste it for simple things anymore like and that's um yeah. you know life short dude life short it really is man i had someone that were like commenting on stuff and they're like oh why you, uh, what was it i think it was a video i did on my uh the volvo like the cost to maintain it and stuff and i was like yeah i take it to volvo um, I drop it off there. They pick it up and, you know, no big deal. Like I love the convenience and yeah, it's expensive. It's like $120 oil change, for example, maybe 140. And people were like really upset about that in the comments. And they're like, dude, you know, you can just go to the, like the AutoZone and pick up, you know, so many quarts of oil and do this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to waste my weekend changing the oil like that. Like, and not to be, not that I, I can't, it's hey, you just, said, hey, hey, you're like, do you see this Versace on me? You think I'm going to get this dirty? Can <laughs> you see these nails? Do you see dirt under these nails? Hell no. <laughs> see, but that's the thing, I'm a hand right? model, baby. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, that's just where I'm at in my life now. Now, I've come from where I didn't have the luxury to do that, and I had to change my own oil. Like, so, been there, done that. I just, if I don't have to, I'd rather not. And it's yeah. not a snob thing. Like, and I think that's where people take it the wrong way because it's not like right. I'm not saying I'm above that. It's just I want to do something else with my time because I'm so busy doing other things that that's not something I want to do. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and look, at, at the end of the day, it's your money and it's people's money and they spend it how they want. I could give you a quick example of my dad, right? The guy is super, super frugal. Like he won't buy anything, anything mm-hmm. new. And he just – Super frugal. Mm-hmm. That's the way he is. It sounds like, like Miguel. Is that is that yeah, you, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He he takes. I mean, 
you can't say that Google <laughs> with the watches that I own, right? I mean, that's, that's where I spend my money. He he doesn't. Spend hey, money hey, let's 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 rewind. Let's rewind this conversation like a year ago. It would have been a whole different tone. It would have been a whole different tone. My dad still wouldn't spend three hundred bucks. Nah, bro. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel's like, I wouldn't be like that if I don't. If I was buying this Rolex, and meanwhile he's like cutting off the electricity and water his house. <laughs> hey, let's just let's just dig up the old videos where Miguel used to talk shit on Rolex and luxury watch. Let's just dig no, those I up, never, dude. I, I never did. I, I just I just never thought I could afford them. But I, you know, always been some kind of level of respect. But but honestly, look, we're we're seventy two minutes in. It's, it's crazy, but. Um, I, I can't even, I need to speak to you, to you guys again, maybe tomorrow or Saturday. Dude, yeah, man. Get the watch and, uh, and kind of share like my real thoughts about it. Right. But, uh, but I just wanted to have this conversation because I, I wanted to capture this moment and, and this, this energy, right. That we've all come this far and bad things that look, since we've been friends, a lot of things have happened, right. A lot of good things, a lot of bad things. But through it all, I would say, I would say more good things than bad though, of course, man. Of course. A thousand percent. And, and, and and you know what I've noticed is that our our group, I mean, and obviously we we've been through some stuff, right? With with outside yeah. energy and outside people hating on us, and and you know <laughs> just whatever, bro. I, and obviously you guys know me, dude. I, I blocked all that shit. I <laughs> spent no time energy entertaining any of that. But but look with those in, those individuals, and look where they are, and look where we are, and look at the moves we've made, and look how positive we've stayed, and just. Dude, this this is the shit that hypes me up because I love to see us grow and we're just making moves, progressing. People may hate on that and see it as snobbish, as uh, materialistic. Call it what you want. At the end of the day, we're improving ourselves. And that, to me, is a win as an individual, as a person, and as a group, and as my friends. And again, surround yourself with winners and you'll be a winner, man. Well, and I'll piggyback on that and say this, and we've been doing it consistently the whole way while giving because there are people who are only taking. Um, and I think that the fact that we still are, one, like supporting each other, other channels like content creators, uh, keeping yep. those connections, like giving tips, like all the shout outs, all that stuff, man, because nobody has to, right? Like, and there are people who don't, like straight up just take, 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 take. And so I think you're right. Like staying positive, look at where we're at and we're still paying it forward. I think it's really important, man. Like, um, because we started with one subscriber, all of our channels, like everybody else. And, um, yeah, it's man. Really... Just be a, just be a decent person, man. Just, just, be, <laughs> you know what I mean. Just, just be, uh, just be, just do good. Just be, yeah, dude. Sometimes it's just common courtesy or professional courtesy. However, you want to dice it, you know. It's just treat others with love and respect, and and you'll get the same back, man. Right? And right. And if you yeah. don't, those people don't deserve you. Yeah. yeah. If, if you don't, that's why you still carry. Wait a minute. What you just move on, dude. You move on, dude. You you don't spend time on on that negative energy and that and negative shit, dude. That just to me is it's a waste of time, t- waste of breath. And at that, yeah, no, nah, I'd rather spend my time. We just said right. We'd rather spend our time and energy elsewhere, dude. So, hey, yeah. with that said, put, I I gotta dude. go, gents. But Miguel, congratulations, Dave. Thanks, I damn miss you. I hope we start seeing more videos. Yeah, uh, hey, by the way, that new it. that new reel you dropped with that yeah, new I camera. Like that. Okay. Bro. Hey, I see you. I see you. So I know big things are coming. Yeah. Um, you just wait. And we'll, we'll definitely catch up soon, man. All right, All right Omar. Man. Good to hear from you, man. Take it All easy. All right, Jim. Have a good night. Take it easy. All right, peace. Easy, Omar.
<laughs> day by day. Dude, you notice, that. dude, Omar's fucking energy, man. Like, every time. Like, it's crazy, right? I'm low energy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all tired. I'm like, hey, let's do this, bro. What's up? Hey, congrats, man. And then he pops on and just makes me look let's like. Let's go. <laughs> like, this is and, lame, man. <laughs> but this is this is a cool thing, right? You got to, Omar hit the, the nail on the head when he's like, surround yourself by winners. And, and by yeah. winners, it's just like, it's diverse, man. Like, everybody has yeah, different dude. personalities different i mean when we want hype you bring either p ross or you bring like, <laughs> exactly we, we know, man yeah right? p ross yeah by the way, they got I, that energy I, what's up with that guy i don't know right <laughs> <laughs> but uh hey dave man i appreciate your call um if you don't mind let's talk tomorrow let's talk saturday and, absolutely uh, thanks Dude, for hearing me out and keep and me updated man there. i oh, want yeah, cool. pics i want video i want to see you want everything <laughs> i want everything i want to hear you giggling like a little kid on christmas morning <laughs> Uh, when you open up that FedEx package, bro. But um, yeah, no, for sure, man. congrats, uh, Miguel. I'm so happy for you, man. And uh, you did it, dude. You did it. And with all of the, like you said, just all the moves you made um, brought it to fruition. So I'm proud yeah, of man. you. Well, and uh, man, keep keep at it, bro. Thanks, man. Hey, congrats on that blunt phone. I, I, I know <laughs> you got it a few uh, a few what, months ago now? Yeah, June, December. A year? Yeah. Dece- okay, okay. And that's huge, man. That's, that's, I mean, I'm so proud of you. And I, I know probably nobody made a huge deal about it because you kind of kept it under wraps a little bit and you were very kind of, <laughs> you didn't really want to say much about it. And that's, that's the energy that I got. And, and, and I'll, yeah. you know, when I, I got to respect that, but it's been out. Everybody knows it. And that's a badass watch. It's better than Dude. a Rolex America. Let's just hey. call it what it is. Hey, yeah. thanks, man. It is uh, kind of like what Omar is saying. I can relate to, man. Like sometimes I, I put it on my wrist. I look down at it, and I'm I'm thinking, like, damn, it's still surreal to this day. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just amazing. And the funny thing is, is like I still have my Reef Tiger. <laughs> Not that I wear it, but, but I still awesome. have it. That just shows that that you're truly a watch enthusiast, and you're not a snob. You're not chasing the <laughs> hype. You're not chasing the name. You just love the watch for so many different reasons. Oh man, you know? yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I could have, right? Like, could have bought X, uh, this or this or this or this, but no, that wouldn't have done it. That's the one it had yeah, to this be. This is the. So. It's like to be honest with you, and I've, I've told you guys before. I hate the fact that my girl is a Rolex Mariner. Like, I really <laughs> hate that. I wish it was something else. Yeah. I wish it was a Cartier. I wish it was a Brightly. And I wish it was something else. But I cannot control what my, my heart, heart wants. What it wants, heart. dude. Yeah. It, it is. But but uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe this Explorer will change everything for me. I, I don't know, either in a positive way or in a negative way. But just to say that I, I, I have a Rolex in the collection, it's cool. You know, it makes yeah. me sound cliche and like, oh, great, I got another Rolex, whatever. Think whatever you want. But yeah, whatever you earned it. Accomplishment, you know? Yeah, so, I, I think it's going to be a great, um, it's going to be a great kind of just experience to see what happens, what does change, if anything. And I think either way, you're going to be in a good position whether you decide to keep it or to, to get rid of it down the road or whatever, man, like you'll be, you'll it's be fine. Experience, though, yeah. No matter what so. you get to enjoy it. So yeah, awesome, buddy. Bro. All right. Well, cool, man. I, I, I do appreciate your time and yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll connect tomorrow and uh, yeah, man. So, Sounds good. Well, I, how, how I wish people could listen to this conversation. <laughs> be a fly on the wall, huh? <laughs> oh, dude, for sure, man. Well, but, uh, but guess, yeah, man, um, have a good night. Have a blessed night. And we'll definitely, too. uh, We'll definitely chat and uh, love talking to you, honestly. To All you right, man. And Omar and P and, and just you guys are my boys. So that's it, honestly, dude. We'll keep in touch, man, for sure. Honestly, with everything that's been going on, mm-hmm. and especially you know, with your mom, and I hate to bring that up and everything, but but just, we just kind of have to be real. 
Like yeah. I feel like we've gotten closer and closer and it honestly feels like we're not just friends. It's almost like a little bit more and it's almost like family. Right. So yeah, I don't bro. know what it feels like to have a brother because I don't have a brother, but um, I, I do feel kind of like you guys are not just my friends. You, whenever I need advice, whether it's w- not just watch related, but any kind of thing I'm going through, I feel comfortable enough reaching out to you guys. Yeah. And I think anybody should have friends like, uh, like you guys in their life. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, man, I feel the same way. I think bonding through this whole experience and like, that's why I try and explain to some people like, man, COVID really, it really um, changed a lot of things for the worse. And it also, these beautiful things came out of it. And I think these friendships are a a testament to that. So man, 100%, dude, like, like a bro to me, if, uh, and the only thing missing is we need to get at some point in time, as much of us together as we can for a, like just to hang out, bro. Um, in person, yeah, we yeah, need to yes, all meet in person. Yes, absolutely, dude, for sure. Honestly, when when I what I've met with a few times, and the energy is just so much different. I can't <laughs> yeah, describe it. Of course, it's yeah, dude. Different, you know. Yeah. Nice. Well, but, you get uh, some uh, rest if you can, uh, if you can sleep at all, and uh, <laughs> keep me posted, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, talk to you soon, man. Take it easy. All right, take it easy. All right, bye. peace.